No, I can just cut that. We won't use any of this. Oh, perfect. All right, let's go. This week, we'll debrief on our road trip to Mount Pleasant in what was almost certainly our footy highlight of the year and how our social media went into meltdown afterwards. We'll lob a couple of powder puffs across the NTFA bow relating to this weekend's cancelled round. We'll cast our eye forward as we predict who'll be lifting the Premiership Cups from each of the leagues around the state. And we'll be joined by not one... Not two, not even three, but we got four guests, including a recent AFL draftee and a former teammate and opponent that turns the tables on us and unleashes all that and some cake mud all the way up your boots, jeans and up the cracks that you didn't know exist, coming up. G'day, Wilders. Hello, Wormit. Wormit? Yep. Okay. Is that a mix of Wormit and Gurnet? Every week I'm trying to drop Gurnet in there because Gurnet, no one else calls you Gurnet no, much. Angus Lyon. Does he? He's the only one. Gurney. How's your, um, how's your cup of tea? My that's, cup that's of tea, it's good. Rare, that's a rare sight. Yeah. Big, big day yesterday, was it? Tipped a few in yesterday. I heard. Big Pete Roberts, uh, <laughs> yeah, got, got us along to the yeah. AFL lunch. and You decided to um, turn it into a dinner. Uh, Liquid lunch. Yeah, no, there was no food. eating's cheating. Mm. Um, met well, some met some good characters <laughs> at the park hotel. Do you remember, do you remember calling yeah, again? Yeah, yeah, ten o'clock yeah. last night. No, okay. it was quarter past nine. Quarter past nine was it? Yeah, yeah, you were just as I got home. Yeah, so it was good. Yeah, it sounded like you'd tied a few on. Good, good on you. Well done. I, I think, don't let I loose. Think my, you don't drink that much. So my drinking um, partner, my drinking partner was uh, f- feeling a little worse for uh, wear. worse for wear this morning. I think he had the day off too. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he can back up on the footy field. Well, mate, it's uh, what a weekend of footy. I've had, hey? the, I've had the best weekend of football it's experiences and stuff I reckon I've ever had. So good, so good. Um, now you know how we dropped Zeps off the sponsors list. <laughs> Did they know that? <laughs> no, Aussie kebabs are now on there. Where are they? Just next to Banjo's in Campbelltown. Had a delicious ah, chicken. Never been in there. Yeah, delicious chicken kebab. I thought you had no, a bit of garlic. Breath. Yeah, no goslamaze, but went with a chicken kebab. Glad, it was very I'm good. Glad so. we're sitting at a meter and a half away, <laughs> it's socially bit, distanced. It's a bit tight, but uh, no, I've had the had the ride had the ride up today from Hobart, and gee, some great thoughts pop into your mind as you're driving. This podcast could go for four hours. We'll have to cut it down, but I don't reckon you should audibly announce any of those <laughs> no, ideas. Uh, yeah, no, some are great. But uh, anyway, we've had a massive, we massive have had a massive weekend football of weekend. Yeah. But first, before we go any further, this week's uh, show is dedicated to groundskeepers. Yeah, they do a great job. They're not getting the tractor bogged at this time of year on the on the grounds. A fair few had the weekend off this week. They did a little bit of controversy there, which we'll no doubt no yeah, doubt get we'll to. Get but to. Um, yeah, look, wet grounds. Friday night, I had, I had my boys. We had shift. Our game was shifted from Sunday morning. To Friday night. Perfect. The boys were ecstatic. Last game of the year, under lights, in the rain. How'd they go? Who was the who was the night specialist? Uh, 
young A. Palmer played oh, like it was a dry game. Yeah, there's always kids so like that. So he came off at three-quarter time, uh, having already earned full votes. Yep, excellent. So decided to see who else could get there. Coaches got the full 10 coaches' votes from you and the opposition coach. That's correct. Yep. Uh, yeah, that was Friday night. And then Saturday. What a day. Took the right, uh, took the took the fair. Well, we didn't take the fair. No, we took the well, we took four four, four of the five boys um, between us to and hot footed it down the highway <sighs> to Mount Pleasant. <sighs> it was it was, you know how you have those days where you've got sometime when you were younger you'd have a low expectation of going <laughs> going out, and it just ended up being one of the best days. This was the. The adult well, version of that. We, we, I, I wasn't sure what to expect. We were worried to, uh, rolling up to the ground because if we hadn't seen another car come past at a certain junction, we would have thought, we're second guess where we're going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It but was... Um, rolling, we had to line up to get into the ground. Yep. And... Uh, in the car. Yeah. Luckily, um, I'd pre-prepared with a little bit of cash because there's no... F, there's no um, phone reception. Phone reception. No so F-pos. there's no no tap and go, no FPOS. Well, but it's good that you brought cash because I was having to cover your back for the first 30 minutes we were there. <laughs> Everyone wondering who this tool in white shoes, white pants, and a brand new puffer jacket. Is that a new jacket? Uh, pretty close. Yeah. Yep. And you should have seen, seen these. Uh, the locals down there burning <laughs> holes in the back of uh, our worm. So we went, so we hot legged it down. We took, Wilders took three of his boys and I had Charlie down with me and we went to, uh, we went to Mount Pleasant for what was one of the best local footy days I've ever had. Well, we've, we've rolled we had, in. We had the first game in itself. We could have left, we saw, yeah. what did we say, a quarter and a half oh, of yeah, the first yeah, half, game, which yep. was Tribuna versus Campania. Yep. Classic ending. Oh, so, so Tri Barner had been they'd, they'd flogged Campania the weekend before, 88, 88 points. points. They came in. Rumour has it that they rested a fair few players. Not the only rumour that was passed through the crowd <laughs> yeah. across the day. So rumour has it they rested a few players. Anyway, Campania were uh, behind into a blustery, blustery wind and kicked probably a couple of goals in the last quarter. It's then gone down to the Tri Barner forward line and... Big Nick Clark, the league-leading goal kicker for the year, he's took a mark. He's probably let out 35? 35 out, 45-degree angle. He's t- let out, taken the mark, gone Kicking back. Kicking probably straight into the face of the uh, breeze. Yep. Siren has blown. Three points down. Unbelievable. So he's taken a few steps back. He's lined up, and his kick... It's... It would be up there with the worst set shots I have ever seen. Like, at no point did it look like it was even heading remotely close to the goal. off the outside of the boot, out of bounds, on the full. And game uh, over. Clarky, we're not... We're, we're, we're certainly not riffing you. We're just calling it what we saw. But it was just local country football to a T. It was awesome. So um, and and that's and I said to you, said we we could go home now. Happy, <laughs> happy. <laughs> Thank God we didn't, because we've uh, had a big day on social media on the back of not going home at that stage. But well, still, the, it was the, phenomenal. And the thing I loved most, teams at the end shaking hands. That was fantastic. Only one set of change room or two sets of change rooms. So the the um, the Tri Bunner and Campania boys had to wait until the Mounties and Bothwell were out of the rooms. Change rooms. Another thing. Well, but, what um, was in those change rooms? But before that, yeah. what, what happens? Out comes 
two carton of beers onto the ground. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, didn't you? No. Yeah, and they started uh, necking their, their uh, after thirsty oh, Merc, so that was good. The Tri-Bunna boys, from what I saw, were a little bit down. They, the expectation there was, I think, that they were going to roll through to the yeah. next week of finals. But anyway, so. they all stayed around. They got into it. So in the change rooms, I went into the Mount Pleasant change rooms. That's awesome. I go in, open fireplace. In the change room. In the change room, open fireplace, three fire pits. What do you? What did you? Call, what did you call that big one in the middle? It wasn't. It was a combustion engine. It was phenomenal. It's um, the biggest fire pit. They put Frank. Sorry, mate, but they put you to shame out there. There at, was at Mount so there was a Saxon wood heater in the club rooms. There was an open fire in the change rooms. There were three fire pits out the front, <laughs> and you needed all of them. Oh, it was it cold. Was, yeah, and everyone. How many people were there? Probably. Three, four hundred? Oh, that's a no, no. <laughs> I reckon there was I reckon there's two hundred at the grandstand. There probably would have been another potentially a couple of hundred grandstand. Oh, in the at the club oh, room. Club room area. Sorry. Right, yep. Sheltering from the wind. Yep. I reckon there's probably another couple of hundred in cars. Yeah, in the cars, around. cars around. But everyone was huddled into a um, sort of fifty square meters around these fire pits out of the wind and stuff. But so, we got, so, we got so out Rand, of the wind. We saw Randy Bennett. Yeah, Andy, Andy was, was there, there from AFL Taz. He he travelled up and took a rip, couple of ripping photos, and he actually motivated us. There's a there's a hill right Sugar near lo- the ground, Sugarloaf, Sugarloaf Hill. Is that what it's called? Well, it's that's what you call one of those very nice, oh, um, just a hill for me. But anyway, yeah. it was a mound, and uh, so we decided to walk up it and got some of the best footage from behind the goals, and we'll just put a little tweet out there and. Uh, Copied in David King. David King's a, a very good connoisseur of the behind the goals for the lab for Fox Footy, so I thought he'll appreciate this of all people. Anyway, did he appreciate it? <laughs> it went nuts. Do you know how many people have um, seen that video? 18,000. Over 18,000 people or impressions in 24 hours. I think people are starting to wisen up to the fact that we're a big deal. I think so. So it was on, um, what's, what was the show? What's his show? First Crack. The First Crack. It's on at the end of the First Crack. Kingy yeah. loved it. Thanks he sent for the us, shout out, Kingy. Thanks, mate. He sent us emails and tweets and now follows so follows us. Follows us, yeah. Follows us. But, uh, uh, so but that, that was, was awesome. So that was, that was the second, well, that was the first time we went up. But before that, the kids were starting to annoy us a little bit. So we both gave them our phone. Knowing that they Run couldn't up. call or do anything, said, "See that hill there? Go up and go and take some photos." And I don't know what your boy, what Charlie's photos were like, but my the photos that the boys took were crap. Oh, and actually, Charlie's were pretty good. No, they weren't too bad. No. So I think I had the most I had in a picture was half a ground. Oh well, like, they were probably doing something else with it. But anyway, so it was awesome. Get on, uh, get on Twitter at we, Way uh, Out Wing and have a look at the uh, the footage. Frequented and, Ze- Zeps yeah. on the way home. It's a good road trip home. Yep. And then you were out at um, dusty, Long- dusty Longford, Longford yesterday. Yeah, not so dusty, muddy Longford. Um, for, junior, was, uh, for a junior gala day, they must have had, what, 12, 15 games or something? It, it, it honestly looked like a, like a pig pen. And um, one of our major sponsors, Bigs Pigs, he, before the bounce, jumped in the mud and gave it a chocolate muddy starfish like the snow angel but gave it a mud angel well, and was just filthy you're gonna do it you might as well do it to begin yeah. with so all the kids at the end of the game ran did the big slide anyway some from someone from longford had to come out and tell us to look after the ground and not do that it was the ground was gone it was disgusting so did you wear what anyway. what shoes oh uh, no i had to there? wear to wear the white white um <clears throat> yeah, sneakers yeah wore them out there no i had my blunnies on 
Do you uh, do you own gum boots? No. Okay. Blunston's are on. Um, Are a sponsor yet? No, no. Might have to might have to look into that. But uh, anyway, it was yeah filthy conditions. Um, now we don't want to interrupt for too long, but we need your help in spreading the word about Tassie's best football podcast, Way Out on the Wing. Subscribing to the podcast channel is definitely going to help us out a fair bit, and then make this whole exercise go for an eternity, not just the two or three episodes. Uh, and you've got to remember, we're doing this for you, the local footy community, and we want you on board for the ride. So. Go on, hit the like button, give us a follow on any of the social media platforms, tell your teammates, your coaches, interrupt them during three-quarter time address to say, follow way out in the wing, get your friends, family, and get on board. In fact, get your mum to listen, and we'll give her a shout-out. We love all the hard-working footy mums out there, so make sure you listen, subscribe, and like way out on the wing. Come on, let's talk about the elephant yeah. in the room. Well, it's not an elephant in the room. I actually had a good chat to Scotty Rigby yesterday. So, so for those down south and up the northwest coast and... To Yarn Yan on King Island, who might know, the NTFA cancelled their Division 1 games on the weekend. Initially, it was just OLs and Lilydale. Which was 31st of July. Yeah, cancelled uh, the Friday before the Saturday's game because of council uh, closure of the ground. The ground looked in pretty good nick, driving past, I must admit. Um, me personally thought that maybe they're just keeping it preserved for the finals. Uh, that's just me thinking that. Anyway, um, must have been a bit of an uproar, because, and it would have affected the other teams in the competition, especially East Coast, uh, because they would have been trying for that third spot. And uh, if they split points, then it probably affected them. But anyway, in the end, um, all the Division One games were cancelled on the back of that. So I'm, I'm sort of surprised that they didn't try and find an alternative venue for... OLs v Lidale, Campbelltown. You you did some digging. I did some research. Campbelltown, Youngtown, East Coast. Jack was down there on Sunday in absolutely perfect conditions. There's two grounds out at Scottsdale. So I'm I'm a little bit surprised that uh, that the game wasn't just rescheduled to somewhere else. There are other clubs that had home games that missed out on important revenue. We all know how hard it is to to make a bit of money for the clubs in this day and age. So... I did touch touch base with Scotty Rigby yesterday and I do sympathise with the NTFA's... Absolutely, it's a hard gig. Well, effectively, it wasn't really their call with ground availability. Grounder. Did they they look at the other ones, though? Uh, Well, I think, reading between the lines, I think there might have been a little bit of... Um, these other grounds might not be up to spec either from council. So I can tell you East Coast was... Well, Rochalee... So... With the AFL coming to town, North Lonnie had to do quite a bit of um, bargaining Shuffling. to get the seniors game on Aurora on Saturday. Uh, the council gave them the word that they were going to close at one thirty on Friday afternoon, close Rochalee, right. which where the DLs and under-18s were going to play. Uh, and there was a bit of a... Bit of a discussion there with the fact that Lauderdale will probably some of the players may well be travelling up already. It was a bit late in the piece to to cancel, so that went ahead. So I think it was probably a a, um, a council based decision, um, but I think the communication, the optics around it, could be significantly better. I mean, even the girls. So, there, but there were still there were two girls games that played. Yeah. So how does that work for BNF for goal kickers? For uh, well, I know that final spots. Well, yeah, I don't know. I know that for old Scotch Georgia, um, Nicholas, Nicholas, 
He's on 27 goals. I think the, the league leading goal kicker is on kick two and he's up to 33. Now, Georgia doesn't get an opportunity to play. Do they play for individual honours? No, but I'm just saying, well, it's a best and fairest as well. Yep. Like, does that mean that those girls, are they, is that null and void, those questions to pose to Scott when we get him on? Wow. Don't know. Call him up. Anyway, I, so I dropped out to Invermay uh, yesterday morning. What's today? Yeah. Yeah, Sunday morning. Yeah. Um, and ground was perfect. Yeah. The only thing that was underwater were the interchange boxes. That's fine. Well, they weren't underwater, but... Um, Look, it was uh, certainly wet. Yeah. Anyway, a little bit disappointing. It would have been great to see that game just rescheduled to another ground. I reckon they could have found one. Um, I reckon it was convenient to not play the game for maybe but we're not, we're, and Noels. I don't know. We're, we're not, <laughs> I think we're, we're not throwing stones because we're not administrators. No, we're just interested in finding out. And so people would say if you if you... Hold those opinions and stuff. Get into a football administration. I've been there. What did Gilly say? That. Bad footballers become good administrators. Don't know about that. Well, anyway, yeah. No, it's a hard, it's a hard gig. And um, look, I'm sure they looked at all options. Well, I hope they looked at all options. And in the end, that's what was chosen, and can't be done now. It wouldn't have affected the the men's finals. I don't think it actually affected the women's anyway, apart from those individual honours. So that'll be what'll be. But anyway. then you see that. Invermay was the one that was that caused the bit, but then speaking to a few people, you look at the Longford ground, yeah. you hear about the Georgetown ground, Bridge North, um, Deloraine. Mm. Although Deloraine was in good nick the week before, Hillwood, so Hillwood, U- Scottsdale, they play at UTAS, um, as in sorry, University. Uh, don't don't know, actually, can't remember. That's not good, but yeah, anyway. Uh, what else, Moving mate? On. What else? A uh, couple of coaching jobs that I've put your hand up for. Yes, absolutely. Um, the, your old club, Clarence. Yep. So they've they've put the feelers out yeah, and advertised did already. Did you see um, Brent Costello's little uh, snippet? The news hound. <whistles> I did see that. Yeah, Darren Winter. I can't see it coming to fruition. No. But Scotty Wade is the new president. That one I can see happening. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. Um, um, I've actually heard very, very convenient on the past players page of Clarence. I saw, uh, I saw a little rumor. Very convenient that the Clarence job becomes available. Alistair Clarkson resigns the next day. Just saying. Well, <laughs> just saying. You never know. There could be a big fish back in a TSL. Maybe Gilly's pulling some strings. Well, Gilly has a. Does he, did he say he's got an open channel back to AFL House? And no, stuff? he's probably got an open checkbook. I reckon. Oh, Probably not. we need to hit him up for that? Yep. Uh, and I saw Richmond. Mm, saw that one as well in the old Which boys. is, I tell you what, if you wanted a challenge as a coach. They've been on the improve the last part. They went all right against St. Virgil's. They're, they've definitely yeah, been improving. Still, I mean, they're still languishing at the bottom. They had a win this year? Don't think they have. No. So you, you as, a, as a coach, and you're, if you're after a challenge, whether it's a, a young playing coach or... I don't know, an older, experienced coach. It'll be really interesting to see what they go for in the end. Yeah, true. Um, that's uh, that's an, a, well and truly a, a great opportunity at Richmond. Absolutely. Terrific surface out there too. Now, um, we've got an apology. Uh, an apology to the Lindisfarne Footy Club. They got over the top of Signet on the weekend and Tubes bumped them Straight out of the 
best regional team comp addition we had. Well, the same thing with Rochelet. No, but but we had Rochelet were always in it. We never bumped them out. They just lost a game. Lindisfarne were in it, and Tube said, "Hold on, oh, bump can, them out." It's oh, hang on. Sorry, I'll just play the music for "Let's Rip Tube." <laughs> We're it's into this third, segment Third week in a se- row No it's not Tubes It's actually us they, They're ripping into us Saying hey listen Don't bump us from this comp If Signet end up winning And we knock them no, off right. And we in the grand final those, We can only make those calls Hey at I'm just the saying time. I'm just saying I received a fair well, bit of mail About I wonder if Lindisfarne Are they now the informed team Signet needed to drop one Before finals Is that what you reckon Yep Okay Alright well we'll leave that to you We'll get to that We're going to dissect the competitions the and see to, who we think. think the road win. to uh, the road to finals, the road to premiership glory. We'll uh, we'll make some predictions uh, a little in a little bit. Uh, you got any milestones or any more news? Um, a bit yeah, light on for news. No, no. We, well, we, we oh, were immersing, got, we were immersing ourselves in football this week as opposed to just reading about it. Yeah, no, I've got a fair bit of um, a fair bit of news. Uh, I'm just trying to find, just trying to get this up. Um, just a couple of things. Uh, changing the Darwin Football Association annual BNF count, their dinner now to be held at Yola Footy Park, f- football clubs. So uh, anyone that would have attended that's now on Sunday, the 29th of August at 12:30. Doors opening at 12, so that's at Yola now. So just a little bit of a um, little bit of news there. Did you see the? I saw the footy the footy forums that they're having up the north and northwest yeah, and changed. everything. They're moved. Talking about viral videos that we had, we had a big one with um, the Mount Pleasant footage, but also just as big was um, our ambulance footage on Facebook. We've discussed this, haven't we? No, we didn't discuss the Ambo. Yeah, we did because we had put Dave Munting up as player of the week. Yeah, that was last week, but we didn't discuss how big it went. Oh. 20,000 views. Well, again, we're just... The power of social we're media. We're just starting... It's massive. Hey, um, I saw, not footy related, but basketball related, I saw the jack jumpers are... Um, oh. <laughs> no, this is a good one. Jack jack jumpers are auditioning for... Um, something for you. I'll put your name down. Dance and Entertainment Squad. <laughs> the uh, As long as they're paying me Nurofen or Panadol, I've put, I'll, I'll be put right you for da- that. I've, I've put you down. So, the Kingborough Sports Centre on the 8th of the 8th. Yep. Uh, two to four. I'll get you a, an be, Uber down there, and be. we'll get you down. If anyone's going and you can film it, that'd be um, film yourself. <laughs> what, <laughs> that'd be when great. was the date again? Uh, the the eighth of the eighth down at Kingborough Sports so Centre. Two to four Sunday. Uh, Pretty sure. Good look. look. Sunday. Yep. Yeah, on Sunday. So that's good. Hey, um, as predicted on the last podcast. Three Tassie girls drafted to the AFLW, so that's pretty exciting. Perry Perry King, Ella Mara. And, <laughs> you said you weren't going to do that. <laughs> I know, and Megan Keeley. So we're going to talk to Ella later on, which is great. Um, actually, five minutes ago, we're going to call her. So I better get on to that. Um, yeah, that's it for me for news, mate. Well, I've Yourself? got nothing else, no. Excellent. Well, let's, uh, let's get Ella on the phone. Well, she only took the game up as a 15-year-old, but is now headed to the big league in the big smoke. Please welcome Tassie's newest AFLW draftee, Ella Mora. Welcome. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, for those that don't know you and me, because this is my way of of, of a cop-out, how do you pronounce your surname? Mora. Mora. Okay, I'll have to go back and edit my previous... um, explanation of that so hey uh firstly congratulations on being drafted um 
I've been down Thank at <laughs> I've been down at the old Scotch Footy Club for about fourteen years now, and uh, being down there when you were um, drafted on that night and and with the girls celebrating was one of up there with one of the best nights uh, I've had down there. It was fantastic. How did you feel leading into it? How was it during the night? Um, it was pretty obviously nerve wracking uh, leading up to it. Um, like since about a month ago when I nominated. Um, but yeah, just knowing that I had that support from the girls either way that it went um, made it a bit more less, sorry, a bit less nerve-wracking. So, yeah. And um, so a bit of background for you. When did you start? When did you, When was the first time you, you picked up a footy as a, as a young girl? Um, I didn't start playing until I was about 15. Okay, so not so young. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. So what so was your background before that? Um, I actually danced for about 12 years before I started playing footy. And I also played netball, touch footy, and did little laths all growing up and then went on and did senior athletics as well. So always been involved in, in sport. Now, I, I forgot to say, I've got Will Tatchell here with me. Hello, hello. I was, hello. I was, I was waiting for Worm to lead me in. <laughs> but, uh, he, he, he's very bad at doing that. So excited about st- talking to AFL players, Will. You know what it's like. So. <laughs> Who's happier, you or friends, teammates, family? Um, I think obviously I'm very happy because it's my dream, but um, it still hasn't really fully sunk in yet. Um, But all my friends and family have been so supportive, so that just makes it 10 times better, I think. Does it make a difference uh, having um, two other Tassie girls, or at least with Perry going to North as well, um, yeah. That sort of softens. Um, that it's a big move to Melbourne and things. So, does that make it any easier? Yeah, it does ease the nerves a little bit, knowing that like I'll have her with me as well. Um, we have talked about possibly um, moving in together. So, um, knowing I'm not the only, obviously because we're young as well, and I've played all season with Perry, so it'll be really good to have her there for the whole experience. So Ella, you've um, you were at you're playing at Old Scotch now. You were at North Launceston in the state league with the women's. Yep. What's the what's the standard been like um, coming from the state league now to the NTFAW competition? Um, I think during the time when I was playing state league, um, there would have been a big gap between the NTFA and the state league. But I think now that they've sort of filtered out those players to the NTFA clubs and. Um, gotten a bit more experience out to the other girls in each team. Uh, the standards have definitely lifted, um, but there is still a bit of a, a bit of a gap, I guess, in terms of just just the skills, I guess, and um, experience. But the NTFA is definitely rising, so that's really good. Do you, you've you've already spent a bit of time or a, a short period of time with North Melbourne. That um, that's obviously invaluable. Um, knowing that you're heading there and have connections and, and um, or I wouldn't call it friendships, but people there that you already know? Yeah. Yeah, so I actually know a fair few of the girls already. So um, playing in that VFL side, the second game, we had 11 of us from Tassie in it. Um, and I think there must have been, so there was Daria, Nicole Bresnahan and Brooke Brown, who also, oh, and Mia King, sorry, who all play AFL. So I've got, um, those friendships there. I played with Mia in the Devils when she got drafted. Um, and then obviously having Perry as well will be really good. And I've met some of the coaches as well, so that's really good as well. Who was the who was the first person to contact you once you'd 
you'd gotten drafted uh, from from North? Um, the first person, the first female was um, Caitlin Ashmore, who plays in the AFLW side. But I also the first other message I got was from Jaden Stevenson, and he plays in the men's, obviously. So I was a bit shocked by that one. Uh, that, that's that cool. shows you that the um, the club's pretty united from the playing front as well. Then, so that's uh, yeah. that's good to hear. Um, for those that might not have seen you play or, or um, growing up or um, now at NTFA level, um, what type of a player are you? How do you, how do you describe yourself? Um. Just probably a hard ball getter. I'm I'm pretty like aggressive and very competitive, so I go very hard at the ball and get in and get it. And yeah, it's just sort of power out of contest that sort do of stuff. Do you do you have an expectation that um, without pigeonholing it too much that you're looking at a midfield role at North Melbourne as well? Is would that be an um, ideal situation for you? Um, I think being like my first year, uh, it's going to be a lot. Like it's going to be very hard work. They've got um, the best, oh, arguably the best midfield in the comp. So, um, I mean, that's the big, big goal. But I think being my first year, I'm just going to work super hard and try and be a really versatile player. Um, I think I could slip into any of the lines. So, yeah, I'd be happy to play anywhere. And um, Ella, I met your dad, Brett, on was it Wednesday night, last Wednesday night, Tuesday night. Tuesday, um, yep. Tuesday night. He is a he he played his footy up at Georgetown and he, yep. he told me he's a mad Richmond supporter. Is that right? <laughs> so so is he gonna change yeah. is he gonna change now to North Melbourne just in the women's or is he gonna be full on blue and white through and through, yeah, do you I reckon? Think that, that definitely needs clarifying because according to Examiner it sounds like he's de- made a trade, but um he'll just support North Melbourne in the women. He's he's too um too keen on men to, to switch in the men, but he'll definitely – he's always supported North in the women as well because I have and they've got that Tassie connection, so. Um, what, what's the time frame now for, um, for getting to Melbourne and what are your expectations for the first season? Um, so looking at moving up in about three weeks. Uh, pre-season starts on the 1st of September, so I want to get up wow. there just to- – before then, so I can get settled in and everything. Um, and then your and expectations for the first year, obviously playing games, it'd be right up there, and, and treating it as a learning experience as well. Yeah, just um, getting as much out of it as I can, obviously. And the biggest goal would be to make my debut. But if that doesn't happen this year, then I'll just keep working hard till I till I get there. Well, awesome, no well, doubt you're looking forward to it. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> well, Ella, thanks for uh, thanks for taking the call. L- lovely to talk to you in regards to all things footy. Best of luck. Um, it's nice guess- to have you as part of the Wing family. And- That's right. You might get in the in the Wing All Stars. You might be able to squeeze a spot in there somewhere. <laughs> Is there a preferred position in the Wing All Stars? You'd like to you'd like to go? Probably don't even know what the Wing All Stars are, but that's okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, good. <laughs> good, good, we'll, good answer. We'll find you a spot in the team. Uh, but no, well done. All the best and. Uh, yeah, see you at training during the week. Awesome, thank you. Still to come, we'll chat with our man from the Darwin Footy Association and member of the Wing All-Stars, the man that holds together the South Burnie Reserves, Nathan Hazy Hayes. Well, moving into analytics, we, we had social media blow up on us, so how'd we go 
with the uh, with the other channels in the podcast. Yeah, you're spot on. It went uh, went a little bit crazy. Um, Twitter increase of around thirty percent in following. Massive numbers. Some some big. 30%. Yeah, 30% increase. Jeez, if we do that week on week, this is going to be another big Ponzi Compound, scam. Compounding interest, mate. <laughs> uh, Stubbsy, Brett Stubbs, one of the followers. Connor Dixon, won a leading goal kicker award one year with seven goals. Uh, Heath Jamison, do you know Heath? Jamo. Hey, Clarence Boy, one uh, very, very good coach. Actually, you know what? He would be an interesting person to get coach Clarence next year. Uh, lots of experience down at Geelong. Won a few flags. I think he might be in Adelaide now maybe. But anyway, very good coach. But you, no one's going to um, no one's going to outdo Kingy as our follower. David King. Yeah. Yep. The King man. So anyway, lots there. We had our 2000th download Jeez. Uh, this week. That's 1990. What is, what's the episode this? I think it's episode 10. 10. 1990 yep. more than I thought we'd get. Man. Yeah, we've smashed that. So that's good. Um, that's about it, mate, for analytics. The, the, we went off this, this week. We the just, challenge it just now, went off. The challenge now is to maintain that. Oh, that's, that's huge. What are we going to do? Will, actually, actually, we, we will throw in, I reckon we'll throw in a player poll this week. Uh, uh, sorry, not a player poll, a listener poll for the State Series final. Good idea. I reckon we'll, get, we'll, we'll pop that. that. That's uh, is it too early? No, it's Sign- not. Signet and um, mate, South haven't even. We run the the wing league. Mate, we can put the uh, final on whenever the, we want. The way it's going, Signet, Signet won't even win the SFL. Well, this and is South why. Might this even is win why the, we need to do and it. They're the two teams. Yeah, this is why we need to do it now. There'll be uproar. Signet versus South on Seston. Mate, Ro- we'll put the poll. Roach we'll Ro- are going to come up and win. Lindisfarne. Yeah, maybe they have a breakaway. Super wing. Heaps of money involved in that. Uh, anyway, yeah, we'll put that poll up and see how it goes. Um, yeah, what's next? <laughs> Correspondence? Uh, I didn't receive any other than... There was a lot of comments and stuff on uh, the social media posts, which yeah, was is good. where I saw most of it. I don't yeah. know. I got some email. I got the email from uh, Jan. 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 <laughs> uh, it's hard because I'm thinking it's not Jan in my head. We owe an apology to Jan because we called him Jan. No, we've done that apology. Oh, have I? Yeah. No, we'll do it again. We're, we're, we're great with apologies on he did here. Send so. through, in, he did send through the report. King Island report. Yep, he did. And when we get on to our um, takeaways from Tokyo as well, a little bit of communication from one of the King Island boys over there. So that's great. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Uh, well, we might as well flick into a round review then. So, State League was interesting this week. Um, North Lonnie... Uh, did a number on Lauderdale uh, up on Utahs. Um, Launceston did an even bigger number over North Hobart over at a wet and soggy uh, Windsor Park. But the big one, Kingborough, absolutely annihilating Glenorchy after Glenorchy had played their best game of the year last week. Uh, 90 points for better of, uh, of Glenorchy down at the Twin Ovals. Is that Will, right? Was it 90 points? Will Campbell, um, the big-bodied midfielder, snuck forward with the... Will um, Campbell? Ex-South South Launceston, Will Campbell? No. Amazingly in the world, there are other people with the same name. Okay. Yeah. Uh, four goals. Snuck forward down. for four goals and also got best on ground. So that's a, uh, that's a pretty good performance. Yeah. Uh, into... SFL, uh, which I haven't yet. Well, let, while you're talking about that, I'll talk about the old scholars. Well, what we could do is we just stop and we can edit it. No, that's boring. Let's keep talking. I'll talk about the old scholars. There was a buy. Your turn. Right, Southern Football League. Uh, yeah, very interesting results. Uh, 
Cricket scores from Huonville, 341 oh. to zero. Claremont. Against Claremont. I think they kicked, I did see a scorecard somewhere. I think they kicked 15 or 16 goals in the last quarter. Or something. That's good going. Ridiculous. One every couple of minutes. Uh, New Norfolk got the cake over Sorrell. And um, Brighton and Dodgers Ferry. Dodgers Ferry got up by two points. But as we alluded to, Linda's Farm. Are they the informed team getting over Signet by 25 points, 26 points? Interesting to know if Signet was at full strength for that game. Maybe we'll, um, we should have got tubes on the line. Should we call him to discuss? Yep. Hey Siri, call Tubes. Calling Tubes, Taylor. Thank you. Now we haven't worded him up yet. Wonder if he'll be asleep on the couch. Is he a survivor? A survivor. What's going on, Wilders? Well, it's Monday night, Tubesy. Yeah, big, big night. Well, I thought you'd be tuning into the uh, Olympics. You guys got something else on, have you? Yeah, we we uh, we got a social media empire to manage, mate. Yeah, yeah, you're going well, aren't you? You're fine. You missed out at Mount Pleasant, Tubes. Uh, how bloody windy was it? Howling. Well, it was all right behind the, the um, change rooms. Or in front of the change <laughs> rooms. Wilders like sat a, in there all day. Looked like a fire pit too, Wilders. Yes, they were very well Multiple. accommodated there. Uh, now, uh, quick we've one. got you. We're just doing the round wrap. We'd, yep. like, to, we'd like to discuss a game with you. Okay. Which one do you think? I'm thinking you uh, signet Lindisfarne. Oh, got it in one. I had emails yeah. during the week, Tubes, about that, about bumping oh, them don't. bumping them out of the regional comp, and now they've come out and smashed Signet. No, no doubt they are a very, very good football side. I just thought that you're probably disrespecting Hewenville a little bit. Um, but they're, they're flying at the minute. They're playing some good footy. Signet at full strength? Yeah, I think so. I think um, from from what I can gather, they were they were full strength. I, I just think at, over at Anzac Park, Lindisfarne are a very very good footy side. Um, it's only a shorter shorter sort of ground, and um, yeah, Lindisfarne. Looked, Who was it? Blackburn kicked eight. Yeah, so big sticks kicking eight. Um, do they? Does I, Signet I, I, not have a defender that can go to him? They do. Um, I've, I, I've really thrown you. Put you on the no, spot no, no, tubes, no, 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 you haven't really given me much, uh, much well, you, you of a uh, heads up. Zero you've said, no, no, you've I, said online that they're all on here before that SFL's your league. Yeah, they. I, I think Zietzen would have been playing on it, um, but Zietzen's been playing up forward lately, so I'm not sure why they wouldn't have swung him back. They might have big... Uh, Wiggins going down as their it, main goal kicker hurts them, Signet, though. Yeah, and... and Geordie Lane and uh, and big Joey Doreen have been sort of taking that up forward spot, but Joey's got to run through the ruck as well as Geordie, so they're doing a bit of switching there. But I, I don't know, big uh, Duggan might have been playing down back, the captain. Uh, I just don't think they're overly tall down back. They don't have a big tall player, and, and Mickey Blackburn sticks. He's a he's a very very handy footballer, fast off the mark, leaps up, can take a good grab. So. Yeah, I'm, and Jackie Gleeson obviously running through the middle for Lindisfarne as well. Had a good game from all accounts. So where does be, what does this do for the finals predictions? And Lindisfarne up into third. Yeah, um, and what does it do for Signet's chances? So little, I think little Signet, blimp in the road, hey? Yeah, for blimp. Signet, 
A blimp in the road. A blimp in the sky. <laughs> Bump on the road. A zephyr. A so zephyr right. in the road. We, we can edit. We can edit this. <laughs> so keep keep in mind that was the round that was uh, postponed for um, Ryan Wiggins a couple of weeks ago. So um, that wouldn't have an effect on things. But that's just they're just making up the round that they missed. So it was supposed to be a buy round that week. Um, so I, maybe they had some out. I'm not sure. But Lindisfarne uh, have got yep. Lindisfarne have got Hobart, um, then Sorrell, and then final game Huonville. Signet have got in their final game uh, Claremont. So that'll be a win. So I, I can't see anyone knocking them off the top of the ladder. Top five tubes. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure the top five will stay as it is unless final, Hobart. Can, but is, it is a final five series. Yeah, it is. Yep. It is. So it'll be Signet, Huonville, Lindisfarne, Dodgers Ferry, and New Norfolk. Hobart are smoky. Yep. They've got to start playing some good footy. They're, they're decimated with injuries, Hobart. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think it'll come down to the last round, fellas, down at down at Huonville. So Huonville Lions will take on Lindisfarne down at Huonville in the final round, which if whoever wins that game will go into second spot, and then whoever wins that game will we'll get a home final. So the last round will be followed by the same game yep. at either Lindisfarne or Huonville. So it's yep. going to be pretty tight. Jeez, it sounds like another road trip. Oh, we yeah, love you a better... road trip. Well, fellas, <laughs> I'd love to see you a little <laughs> bit further down, a little bit further down than Mount Pleasant. But oh, that was, we, you, you got to remember, we did have children. Yeah, I know. You bring them down. I've got, I got yeah, two, two rooms here, fellas. Ooh. It's a long way to bring... Long way to bring kids, though, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, Tubes, thanks for the wrap up, mate. That's uh, no, you're that's welcome, fan- boys. Fantastic. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you got me back on. I was starting to get a little bit nervous that um, now they've gone, you know, national and Glo- international, international, if you like, wing international. Yeah, wing worldwide. You, you might have just bumped me off, but it's good to be back. No, no, no. Well, you're just serving out that ban, but uh, I think you're back now. You're <laughs> off. You're, you're, you're allowed back. You're allowed back on. So. Uh, We'd love to yeah. have you. Well, we would have had up. you Saturday on the mic, but you wouldn't didn't want to yeah. travel north to Mount Pleasant. <laughs> Apparently, oh, Oakland's I a, is I, as far as you go. I had a little, I had a little bit on, fellas. I was at the uh, at the at Blunston Arena having a good time there, watching the footy. But uh, I haven't uh, with, with, photo, with, have the, with the suits. Yeah. <laughs> well, someone else went corporate on Sunday, didn't they? I Willis? started corporate. I'm not sure if I ended corporate. Cor- corporate I in the morning. I started party in the in the evening. I did. Uh, I did take Pete Roberts to uh, to task about the name tags that are on the table. It had uh, Will Tatchell and Sean Muller, Van Diemen Brewing. I said, I'm not here on business. We're meant to be way out in the wing. There's the name tag. I reckon if they said, "Can you print way out in the wing?" They're like, "Come on, mate." That's, well, he, no he did say that's not that's not part of my role. I delegate, and someone's obviously just seen the email and. Hey. Well, Wildis, uh, my name tag said Doug Walker. So, <laughs> at least you got your name right. They didn't even have tubes. Oh, they had Doug Walker. Not sure who Dougie Walker is, but oh, well. uh, he, Thanks could, he could much. make it. So, Tubesy was second string. Thanks for but, joining yeah, no, us tonight, me, Doug. Second string. Thanks, Doug Walker, for joining us. It's <laughs> a treat. Good to be here. <laughs> Brilliant, Tubesy. Thank you, mate. See you, fellas. Bye-bye See you now. Bye. Doug Walker. We have to start calling him that. Different one. You're listening to Way Out on the Wing with Wildus. And I'm Worm.
with thanks to Van Diemen Brewing, your local beer this footy season. Uh, well, we've covered we covered off on Oatlands. Now, I don't think we said um, so they a- were finals at Mount Pleasant. Yeah, yeah, first round finals. So um, Tribuna are now out. Campania will take on Bothwell for a spot in the granny against the Mounties and their heated change rooms. Um, do we know where the grand final is? Uh, the next games, they're all at Oatlands. All of them are all of the, the, Well, the next two. Make, the next two. Makes sense, given it's the ODFA. Yes. Yep. So, okay. Excellent. Well, we'll have to try and get down there for that. Absolutely. Uh, NTFA Premier Division. Uh, Bracknell, 101-point winners over Hillwood. Hillwood only scored two goals. Uh, Deloraine, in a very low-scoring game, 6-4-40, defeated Georgetown, 3-9-27. South Launceston um, did a defensive job on Bridgenorth. Bridgenorth only kicked 2-4. Meanwhile, South Launceston kicked 6-22. Oh, that's not good. To run out... uh, 40-point winners. Uh, and Longford were 50-point winners over Scottsdale. So that's Premier Division. And now men, the uh, the City Tigers, Rocha, just cooling their jets for a week. Just had the buy. Had the buy, yeah. I'm just sure Josh would have got them out uh, Saturday morning. Oh, no, they probably wouldn't have, actually. No run? Ground was closed. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Interesting. Hmm. Well, we've alluded to already on the podcast that there was no Div 1 games. So you've had... You I've had, had old scores <laughs> with a bye. No games. No games in Div 1. The women, there were only three games. Um, actually, there was a rip snorter of a game there. It wasn't Scottsdale-Longford. That was 100-odd uh, points to Scottsdale. Bridge North, two-point winners over South Yeah. Actually, it's a, that was a really, really good South game. South must have come home with the breeze because they kicked two goals. There are only two goals of the game within the last quarter. Yeah, so South have had the wood over Bridge North for the far, for the past few years uh, since Bridge North entered the competition uh, three years ago. So, But uh, that solidifies their so, spot in the top five and South are just half a game outside Hillwood. So, uh, so with anything that, could with happen. With that goal kicking, George and Nicholas for Old Scotch didn't play. She's sitting on 27. Emily McKinnell for Bridge North played, kicked mm. two. So she went from 31 to 33 goals. So that gives her a five five goal lead with a round left. Uh, two um, rounds left. Yeah, potentially. Um, we'll go up the coast. Uh, Northwest Football League. Uh, Devonport, 50 point winners over, or 60 point winners over La Trobe. Uh, Penguin, the two blues. Um, probably did a better job than what they were expecting. Uh, I would have expected the Beauchamp led Wynyard to. Uh, that was a sixty-point win to Penguin. Uh, Bernie over Alveston, and that's it for that. You got Northwest. Yeah, Association. we can do. We can do the Northwest. Um, let me just click on the right page. Our boys, Rosebury Turak got done. Uh, Wesley Vale beating them quite convincingly. Sheffield, actually, it was a, a round of. Um, cricket scores. Sheffield, 130. In wet conditions, yeah. it's a good effort. 130-point winners over East Olvey. Motton Preston, 173-point winners over Turners. Beach and fourth. Fourth. Hector Linton's fourth. 182-point uh, winners over West Alveston. So, yeah, bit with, of an onslaught with in the NWFA. With Linton kicking four. four. Yeah. He's come back going. He's back. Be right for finals now. Perfect timing. Although it's I, be- I haven't heard whether or not he did finish the game. Uh, 
Should we give him a call? No, no. <laughs> Do we? No. We've spoken to Tubes. It's enough celebrity. Hey Siri, call Hector Linton. Hector Linton, other. That's the one. Calling now. Hopefully you're all still listening. Be, be putting children to bed. It's too late for that. It's nine o'clock. <clears throat> Oh, you're a checker. Please leave a message. <laughs> Standard. Uh, Next time. What else we got? Uh, NW. No, you've just done NWFA. Darwin. I got Darwin, Darwin Hazy. Darwin Hazy's report. Actually, oh, yeah. while you're finding Hazy's report, just a quick one. No, Masters played. AFL Masters down at the south. Pigs Warriors. Warriors got a win. Yes. Well done, Against? Boys. Beat the two. Uh, the Lonces. Lindisfarne Blues. Lindisfarne Blues. Um, I think it was like 20 oh, points. Here we go. 20 points. Ping pong, you are now live yeah, on air. G'day, mate. How are you? Well, we're just... I'm here with Worm. Oh, thanks for introducing yep. me. And we've just gone through the games for the, over the weekend. Now, we've seen mm. H. Lenton 4 pop up. <laughs> yeah. But I was dubious <laughs> on whether or not you finished the game. Uh, yeah, I finished the game. Yeah, it was... Um, we had a few injuries, so we just... Um, yeah, I finished the game. You, it was pretty pretty cruddy weather, but I got through it okay. Were you were you forward all day, or they only scored forward, they I only was, scored two points? I think you, I thought you might have swung down back for a little bit. Uh, forward all day. Nah, I probably took four or five chest marks for the day. It was just... Um, yeah, just a few things fell in my lap, and that was about it. Not many contests for me, but you came out of it. Yeah. Came out of it injury free then. Yeah, it was all good. What was the, what all was good. the ground like at Alvey Hector? <laughs> yeah, where's Alvey? It's not too bad because it's on the coast. Um, so yeah, it's sort of sandy soil, so a um, bit boggy on one side. But yeah, a lot better than our ground at the moment. Our ground in fourth is just terrible. Is it going to be closed? Soggy. Yeah, it's been closed the last few weeks. We've just been training in. In the gym at school and yeah, getting by really. Hmm. Well, does that mean that you have you got finals this week, next week? Ah, uh, next week. Yeah, yeah, this week. This week, um, I I don't think I'm going to be playing because we've got our ten year reunion for when we beat our uh, Scots back in the day. Get, you get know? him off the phone. No, get him off I the phone. You so, know, hey you, Hector, can you guys remember that? Hector, do you know that team? Your your team <laughs> then would probably. Flog the current uni team that you're playing against. Yeah, they're not going um, too well, the boys. No, nah, they're not. Nah, I nah, do. But, we uh, we do remember that game, mate. Forty-two points were down. I, th- I think it was more. Just gonna, f- just gonna fade <laughs> him down <laughs> here, so mate. <laughs> I think it was more than that, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know. It was. It was uh, pretty bleak, but um. I've been speaking pre- to I've been speaking to one of your premiership teammates about it, and he was he wasn't quite sure. Uh, whether or not the, the reunion was going to happen or not. Yeah, so well, a lot of boys are pretty disappointed they can't come back from um, from the mainland. But yeah, it's um, it should be good to watch the watch the video again. We might just skip through the first quarter. No, we'll want, hold on, can can I get a copy of the can first we, quarter? Can we come for the first quarter? And then we'll, uh, yeah. we'll leave. We'll get we'll get drunk and leave. Well, that's what that's what you did on the day, isn't it? You just came for the first quarter and then you just checked out. Oh, I broke my collarbone <laughs> at the end of the first quarter. How does this happen? We ring him and I then he know. starts ripping it's up. Unbelievable! It's unbelievable! I should have um, had four in that first quarter, Hector. I was ripped off two. You watched yeah, the footage. 
Yeah, I could watch, I watched the footage, I think it's about the third quarter, and you just come buzzing past me very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, geez, where am I? You're moving fast. Um, oh, but, gosh. Yeah. No, no, Brett no. Lasky speaks a quarter time. He gets us all in and says, don't look at me, look at them. And he's pointing to the crowd. You don't know where to look. And he goes, you rob them. They paid eight bucks to see a game of footy, and you're showing them nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you robbed the public. He kept on saying, "Funny." When did you? When uh, did you actually think at quarter time that you had a chance? Surely nah, not. No, I was. I, we were all just. I was shocked. Um, but yeah, it wasn't a bad wind. Actually, it, it feels okay talking about this. I'd, I thought I'd feel a lot worse. Well, but, um, I, I, anyway, it goes I, down. It goes down as one of the. Yeah, one of the better games of footy I've been a part of. I, I don't know. <laughs> was, it it, year, it, was it the year before that we beat Fingal? Oh, that's what I'm about scoring? to say. The juxtaposition between the previous grand final the year before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I come to watch that and you guys just flogged them. Did you ask for your money back as you walked out of there then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, should have asked Fingal for our money back then. <laughs> they didn't show a game of footy. And it looked like it was our game was going the same way. Yeah, I think we thought that. Yeah, too. maybe that's where we went wrong. We started hitting it a bit too early, I think. But yeah, anyway, we've, we've done this before, fellas. This is this is how it's going to go. Standard, standard grand finals. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. well done. Oh well, I'm really glad we called Hector yeah. Wilders. Well, Thanks. I'm glad that you got through the game, and we, um, I dare say, we'll be seeing you on Saturday. Hey, Hector, quick one. Do you, yep. do you play? Yep. Um, do you play home finals? As in, will you finish on top? Will you get the first final, or is it always at a nah, certain venue? It's it'll always be at Sprayton. Sprayton. We'll we'll get the week off. Yeah. So two will play three, and then we'll play the winner. What's Sprayton, what, what's Sprayton like? Yeah. What's the ground Sprayton's, like? Sprayton's really nice. Yeah, really nice deck. And then, um, and then I think the if if we win that, or the grand final's always at Alveston. So right. that's a really. Really good deck as well, so yeah, I think they look after us in the finals, which is good because there's some pretty, some pretty cruddy decks yeah, what's around the, the coast. What's the worst? The what's the worst in oh, your comp? Rosebury, Rosebury's like. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's like a, it's like it looks pretty. It looks nice when you look out over it, but it's actually spongy. Sort of your foot sinks down to your ankle. A bit like your, you your, your unigrand. You can barely run. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you miss those games down there? Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> yes, mate. I haven't, I haven't played down in Rosary for a few years now. It's it's like, like, the, like worm the, playing like at the, Fingal. Like the Fingal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Excellent. Uh, beautiful, yeah. H. Glad you got through but, it, mate. And uh, we uh, we will endeavour to catch up with you for the first quarter yeah. um, on Saturday. Catch you on the weekend. Right yeah, I'll let you know where we're at. See, See you, mate. legend. See you, mate. Well, there you go. Oh, that grand final. We See, digressed a little bit. It then. wasn't too bad talking about it. I reckon it'd be different if I'd never won one. If I'd never won a flag, I reckon talking about so that one. So for the purposes of the listener, it's oh. 2011 NTFA Div 2 final where we were 43 points up partway through the second quarter. And what did we lose by in the end? 11 points. Yeah. Hector, Hector got off the chain uh, through you, the midfield. You missed a goal from the goal square in the last well, quarter. Well, um, Aaron Viney. Aaron Viney? He Adam he, Viney. No, nah, he took an absolute He screw. kicked five of the best goals I have ever seen. If you were ever going to pull something out of your rear end, that was the day to do it. And he he just kicked goals that you would all in never... The, all in the... Um, all in the second half as well. Well, they didn't score any in the first oh, quarter. Oh, no, they so. got a little run on just before half time. So, anyway. Yeah. 
The less said, the better. Yeah. Uh, Hazy's Darwin report. Uh, round 15 was full of upsets, which saw the top five all but set with one game to go. In the predicted match of the round, the second place Somerset, the second place Somerset, why did I say that? Second place Somerset travelled up the hill to meet fourth place Natone, and Natone showed that they could do some serious damage come finals time, running away with a 37-point win. With Natone being only seven points up at three-quarter time, they put the foot down in the last with their youthfulness, including Cody Murphy, three goals, and Braden Chandler lifting the pies to an impressive victory. In comfortably the upset of the season, Yola took the points against an undefeated Queenstown. Huge. That's massive. They won by four points in conditions likened to those of a pig's play, playpen. Uh, well, I killed the pigs during the week. They're hanging in the cool room. So we don't have to feed them anymore. Uh, Blake Schumann provided a strong target in the difficult day for key forwards, kicking two goals, while Zach Walker uh, gave his all through the middle for the Crows. Yeomen continued their winning ways, running out comfortable 142-point victors against the winless Caprona. Peter Fulton edged closer to the illustrious 100-goal mark, finishing with 13 goals, while Caprona coach Blake Miller finished with three for the Doggies. In the final match, Wrigley took the Dude. Wrigley took the Bickies against South Burnie, holding on for a 28-point victory. Big Adam Walker proved too big and strong for the South defence, finishing with six goals. Chris Wedd continued to fight all day for the Hawks, finishing with three goals. Very thorough again, Hazy. Yeah, I'm really so. impressed. You save some work. People, people are informed about the Darwin League. Yeah, they love it. It's really good. It. Uh, and then the only other one was the uh, King Island League, of which Jan sent through the report. And the report goes, Grassy 68, North 32. <laughs> I, I might have summarised the report a little bit there. So, Grassy City on top of the ladder uh, with eight goals and only one loss for the year. And North second, Curry third. Had a great chat with Jan about the King Island League. Um, very, very interesting the way they've got it up. They've actually got a, two junior teams now where they've... Um, under, it's not, so it's not three? No, no just two. Uh, under 12s and under 16s, up to under 16s, all in one in two teams. So they're all merged. Um, there's a couple of rules where the, the bigger kids aren't allowed to tackle the smaller kids. Do they throw them on the ground? Is it segregated into areas like one uh, they forward, tr- they, they, they try will, and match up against? They'll try and match the- up against everyone. But the thing I thought was interesting, but I loved it, Every kid that plays wears a helmet. Yeah, and they've got um, team-branded ones as well. Right. So, yeah, I thought that's fantastic. I, 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 actually this... don't, I actually don't know why Tassie doesn't take the league, the lead and say every junior footballer in the state must wear a helmet. There are certain times that wearing a helmet just isn't useful. Uh, hey mate, nice helmet. But for all those other times, especially on the football field, you need the Wing Lid. Fully designed and built at Wing HQ, the Wing Lid is a state-of-the-art sporting helmet that is equipped with cutting-edge features, including self 
Leveling Visor! Hidden Snack Pockets! A custom array of useless press studs! Improved listening pods so the kid can't ignore when they've got the helmet on! And introducing our patented ball detection system that'll bring your kid up to AFL standard within just two weeks! Guarantee the Winglick! Winglick, Winglick, Winglick. Available in a multitude of neon 80s colours. It'll be not unavoidable that your little Johnny won't be getting the three votes from the umpires every week. Pay now, buy later, available on the website. Make sure you check it out. Winglick.jet.now. Get yours before season 22 and make it look like you're playing in 2047. Wingland is a trademark of way out the wing. Inferior products don't exist. Buy now, pay later is an approved method of commerce. Pay now, buy later is an... And you can get your helmets from way out on the wing. <laughs> <laughs> Have we got that container coming in from yeah, China, don't we? Yeah, it's going in. No, yeah, in all so seriousness, well, I think like, concussion I th- is going to be such a big issue in years to come. If you can stop, at least say, look, this is what we did to implement, to prevent so, this well, from happening... Do That's it. the only other option you can do is a rule change. You just, you just uh, which, make it which is really hard to police, or really because it's we've seen it at AFL level the sling tackles and the going for the ball and stuff. Whereas at least you mitigate against a circumstance with a helmet on, and it's no helmet, no play. Uh, absolutely, put it, put it on, and and you make it you make it compulsory that every single kid must wear one. If you don't have one, you don't play, and parents aren't going to fly their kids to Victoria just to not play in a helmet. I mean, that's ridiculous. I had this exact discussion yesterday at the Ma- footy. Make it happen. Yeah. Absolutely. Gilly, make it happen, mate. Um, now, now, hold on. Before you go, we forgot the NWFL women's. Yep. Uh, a couple of convincing wins. Uh, Alveston over Penguin. And the Wynyard girls got the Bickies over Devonport. So, Now, we've run through that report. F- I forget who the listener was that suggested... He wants to see us make our predictions. Uh, it was um, Jade Childs. It was Skip. Yep. Radio. Yep. Um, wanted to know what our predictions were f- for going forward for before finals. So we're going to run through the leagues now and make a judgment call on who we think is right. going to be the right, premier. Right now. Right now. No research. No. No research. Okay. So we'll start with TSL. Yep. So, Launceston City on top of the ladder, only with the one loss of the year. Uh, North Launceston, Clarence uh, and Tigers make up the top four. So, who's your suggestion for... Who's, who's yours? Launceston. Oh, really? See, I've got a little bit of... Um, I can't be so um, bipartisan. Well, that's all right. Nah, look, I, I think Launceston, Launceston should win. Let's go with Launceston. I think that's... I'd love to see Clarence in there, but I think it's going to be a Launceston, North Launceston granny. I hope so. Hopefully, they'll be able to play on Aurora. Uh, moving to the SFL. So, Signet, Hewenville, Lindisfarne, Dodgers Ferry. So, I want grand final and predictions and your premier. No, grand final's too hard. I just, no, you're, we're just just naming, going, you're just naming one extra team. All right. Claremont won't make it, I'll tell you now. <laughs> uh, no, I'd, I want... All right. You do what you want. I'm going to name my grand finalists and who I think's going to win. So, this is the interesting one. So, I can't go past Signet. I know Lindisfarne beat them on the weekend and things, but for me, Signet already has the form there. Um, they've obviously got the off-field... Um, Dramas that have occurred. Um, 
So for me, it's Signet in, in the SFL. You? Um, I don't want to agree. I don't want. I don't want to agree with you on everything, but I think I'm going to in this instance. I think Signet, but I think they'll play Lindisfarne in the granny. Something different. I reckon Huonville. Okay. Huonville make it. Uh, Next, old scholars. St Virgil's. No. OHA. Well, hang on. OHA will beat St Virgil's in the granny. I'm going for an upset. You don't reckon Hutchins will come back into form? No. So, so Virgil's they've had three losses for the year. OHA with four losses, and then two of those Dosa losses, Dosa and Hutchins. Two of those losses have been against OHA. Yeah, but I think so. Virgil's have got the players that they've got, and the Tubes will agree with me. We could ring him again, but we won't. Um, the players that they've got know when to put it together. They've been part of a successful Glenorchy side. Were they? And I know, but and you manage yourself. You're like there, I'll. Without having a playing list in front of me, um, I reckon they'll put it together at, at the right time of the year. All right. No so problems. I reckon, I reckon St. Virgil's uh, and OHA. All right. No and worries. And I'll, I'll, uh, I'll stick in the uh, St. Virgil's camp. All right. SFL Women's, Division 1, Glenorchy. Well, as much they, as it pains me to yeah. say it. Glenor- I have to agree yep. there. Division 2. Well, I think the finalists are pretty clear cut. Uh, Lindisfarne and University. Uh, I'm going to say uni. Yeah, I was going to go the same. Yep. We're not making this controversial. No. This is where we're meant to argue with each other. <laughs> well, I'm going Hutchins for the division. Sam Lyon would have tuned out now. You're all you're boring. You're the same as that mainstream media. I'm going Hutchins in Div 3. Uh, I'm going to go St. Virgil's. Yes. I'm going to have an upset there. All right, good. Uh, ODFA. So, oh. we've already got one uh, grand finalist in Mount Pleasant, undefeated for the season. Yep. Have the week off before they roll into a grand final against either Campania or Bothwell. Yeah, I think Bothwell will be too strong for Campania. Yeah. Um, they'll be fired up to get the win. Gee, there was some language out there at uh, Mount Pleasant. <laughs> Not from the players, no, either. No, from like, the kids <laughs> watching their dad. Up the no, Mounties, and then someone dropped the F-bomb, the Mounties. No. It was... Um, that's, they were into it. So, no. I, our children certainly got an education. Whew, it was good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Aged about five years. <laughs> yeah, they, walked, they walked out of there with goatees. <laughs> and a dry as a bone jacket. Um, I think Bothwell will beat Campania this week. And I think Mount Pleasant with our man Sammy Burrell, Dougal, Morrison down back. I reckon they'll just be too strong. Uh, NTFA Premier Division. Do you agree with me on that? I do. Yeah. Yep. No, I do. I do think Mount Pleasant will go through for the first time in their history undefeated premiers and they'll be able to walk to the top of the hill with the premiership cup should we get should we, should we be up there with them it's a long way to get a taxi back or it's going to be very cold to stay there yeah they got fire so uh NTFA premier division no oh, we we everyone knows who we're on here south Launceston. <laughs> no Rochalee. they're going to come this is the this is the big one they're coming from who are they playing no Good so one. at the moment south uh, in first, followed by Longford again behind, Delarena again behind that in third, and then Rochelaire again behind well, in fourth. South have got Bracknell some very, very good top end players, um, ex state league players. They've got a really solid back line down there. But I actually think the youth of Longford is going to get over the top of them, and I reckon it's going to be a Rochelaire Longford Tiger grand Battle final. of the Tigers. Yeah. See, I hate it, and I, there's going to be a year where they break it. Longford can't win finals. So, I just... That might be the year that proved wrong. 
but I reckon it's going to be a Rochelle South Launceston Grand Final at Aurora or at UTAS this year, isn't it? That was announced a couple of weeks correct. ago. Correct. Yeah. Yep. If the grounds uh, are okay, Nick. And Rocha will run all over them. Jordan Cousins will get best on ground. Okay. There you go. There's another there one. You won't know half the players in there. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Right, go. Division boys. one. Division one. Are we predicting a Lilydale Old Scotch Grand Final? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I am. Um, Lilydale set in first. Old Scotch two games back in second. Yep. With oh, well, I was right behind uh, them, but Scotch will, Scotch will play um, Scotch play Uni this week, so they'll finish above OL. So I'm presuming that means OLs play East Coast. Uh, correct. So it, it, even if they both win. Um, old, old Scotch have got a superior percentage So I'm presuming First final that will be played at the NTCA Then because well, Old Scotch had, Have finished uh, on top You wouldn't you wouldn't, you would, OL wouldn't be played at Invermay Because that would be an advantage to OLs wouldn't it Well it's been The, and finished the below, ground's been rested so But they finished below NTCA will have Scotch. had NTSA, uh, NTCA will have had Three weeks off But how does the, so how does the roster work Surely if they've finished finish above on top, If they finish above get them, a home final yeah, so, so that so I think even at Invermay Park, I think they've been a bit strong. I actually think Old Scotch's hardest games would be East Coast and St Pat's in finals. In in finals this year, after what I've seen, so I'm going to actually predict an Old Scotch Grand Final. I think if they can get there, they can beat Lilydale. Old, Old Scotch Lilydale Grand Final. Yep, and, and who Old, wins? Old Scotch for me. I again, I can't go past Lilydale. I just think it's going to go well on Thursday night. I don't go. No, but in- <laughs> fair enough. I like the um, bipartisanship of you. That's great. Uh, Moving to the northwest. Well, what about the women's? Oh, sorry. Yes, in TFA women. Pardon. Uh, can't go past a Launceston Old Scotch Grand Final. And I'm going to predict Old Scotch in this one. Hey. Yep. So am I. <laughs> Although Ella is she going to be there? She said she's away in three, three weeks. Mm. Not sure. Maybe. Might be back. Flyback. Yep. Uh, I, I still think Old Scotch will get the chocolates there. Played played uh, Launceston the very first round. Only got done by a little bit. Hadn't played well together. Didn't have all their players? Uh, not sure. No, no. That would have been a few short. But um, yeah. Moving up the coast, Northwest Football League. Devonport sit on top of the ladder. A game clear of the two Blues, Penguin. Uh, and then it falls back. Winyard two games behind. Burnie another game behind that and fourth. So... I think there are two, Dimport Penguin are the two clear sides there for me, and I am going to suggest... I'm going to go Penguin and I'm going. <laughs> I'm going Penguin as well. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I reckon. There, uh, what did I say? Um, moving, uh, just, there's finals football in the Circular Head Football Association this week. Excellent. So, Scotchtown, Red Par, Irishtown, Forest Stanley is how the ladder, pretty easy ladder top, to read is it. it. Top four? Uh no, top three. Top three. Top three. Is it? Yeah, so, so this week... So does that mean Scotchtown is straight into the grand final? No, so they play a qualifying final. So Scotchtown play red par, so one plays two. Right. Uh, Winner into the granny. Sorry, it is a top four. Irishtown, Irishtown play Forest Stanley is an elimination final. Actually, that's the other thing I wanted... Oh, we'll get to it with King Island. I'll, I'll talk about it, King so Island. So I think we'll, we'll, be, uh, we'll probably get a grand final preview this week. Yep. You'd think so. Scotchdown versus Redpar. You'd, you'd think so. I uh, think. Interestingly, Redpar, uh, Scotchdown beat Redpar just on the, on weekend. the weekend. So that'll be potentially three games in a row for the winner. They've played, they will have played mm. each other. 
I think Scotch Town would be too strong. Well, they got the got it by sixteen points over the weekend, so I tend to agree with you. Sorry, Skip, we're not being very controversial here. No. NWFA? Uh fourth uh, fourth and Preston. Fourth Motten Preston only with the one loss each for the year. Against uh, each other. It falls down to Wesley Vale, Sprayton and Sheffield to no. fill the, the other no. three spots. Four, fourth versus Motten Preston. I would have gone for fourth, but after Hector's um, phone call and... And the fact that they're not training, they're only training in the, the gym. And the fact that he stirred us about that grand final loss in 2011, I'm going for Motten Preston. No, I like the boys from Mott and Preston. They're good on the socials. Send us a few messages. So I'm with Mott and Preston. I reckon I'm going to get down there for the celebrations at the fourth pub with Simo. There we go. H and stuff. So, yeah, fourth Mott and Preston grand final for me, but fourth will get the chocolates. Uh, what haven't we looked at? Darwin. Darwin. Uh, Queenstown in first. Oh, we haven't done the women's. The, oh, uh, we'll get to that. NWFL. Um, Queenstown sitting in first with two losses for the year. Somerset, Yeoman, Natone, Yola. What are they going to play? They play a final five, you reckon? Maybe if, find, uh, I went to look. I uh, went to look at these. Where do you think you'd find? I would have gone Sporting Pulse, Sports TG, whatever it's called. Sometimes I don't have the the final yeah. games loaded in yeah, until the season. All right, let's go with it. Look, I don't think it's going to matter. We're going quite the Crows. Yep. Where do they play the... I want to know where these teams play Darwin. Their... They fly north. It's the Darwin Football Association. Because <laughs> if the tech, That's the if only reason at, they play. If it's at, the grand final. Yeah, up up there. If it's in, at Queenstown, it's um, it's going to be one hell of an advantage yeah, for the... A, if for the the any listener out there, just let us know where the grand final is oh, traditionally played. Hazy. Oh, yeah. Get, get on to him. We'll, we'll find out from Hazy. We should call him. Do you want to call him? Have you got his number? Yeah. Call him. Hazy, it's Wildus. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? I'm well, very well, thank you. I'm here with Worm, mate. We just we were going through predictions for the year uh, for final series and stuff. We had a question around where is the grand final played for the Darwin? Uh, the Darwin grand final every year is played at the Wobbino Showgrounds. Ah. so that it's always been played there. Ah, uh, for the last oh, 12, 13 years, I'd say. Okay, then. Radio. So, mate, for the uneducated, Wyvernhoe Showgrounds is closest to which club? In contention? No, no, no. In, well, in location. Uh, well, South Burnie and Yeoman currently play at Wyvernhoe. Right. Okay. So, do, are all the finals at uh, Wyvernhoe, or does any is there any home ground advantage earlier in the finals? Uh, no, nah, so all finals are played at Wyvernhoe. Radio. So, could be a pretty strong advantage for Yeoman. And, and is it final four, final five? The final fi- five. Final five. Rightio. So, yeah, we, so we were way off on everything we thought. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll have to go back and redo our predictions for that. Uh, what's your prediction for what's going to happen then? Uh, I seem to think that Queenstown will obviously be pretty hard to beat. Yep. But I wouldn't be shocked if a team like and the tone could cause a bit of an upset. Is, is that what... Does the it, track. Does everyone want to see Queenstown lose? Oh, well. If, you, probably, if yeah. you're not from <laughs> Queenstown. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're throwing a bit of money behind it just quietly, but. Oh, that's not real quiet. You're on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we, 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 can, uh, we can cut that out. Yeah. We can cut that out. 
Uh, right, so I'm just trying to. I'm just Google searching now where Wyvernhoe ground is. It's right on the uh, right, right on the coast. Right in isn't it? Yep. What's that? Co- what's the, what are the? Um, what were your ground conditions like on the weekend? Uh, it held up pretty well, actually. Originally hadn't been played on for a couple of weeks, but uh, ground like Yola, which you've probably seen a few photos of, yeah. wasn't real pretty. Um, Word was that uh, Queenstown actually wanted to call the game off, so the rumour is. But a bit like the N- bit like the NTFA. Yeah, I've seen a few photos of that. Not mm. real pretty. No. Um, mate, thanks for your reports. They're phenomenal. You d- uh, not a problem. You uh, you absolutely nail and encapsulate what we're after in a clear and concise manner. It saves means that means that we don't have to sift too far through stuff. So. Well done, mate. Have you been spreading the uh, spreading the word up there, mate, about the podcast? Yeah, mate. A few of the boys around the South Burnley Footy Club have been tuning in and pretty happy with all your work. Oh, well, we'll give a shout-out. We'll give to them a shout-out. Give the boys a shout-out. Uh, Matthew French. And no, Joey hang on. Gray. No, 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 no. We need nicknames, yeah, mate. No, no. Come well, on. Maybe, maybe Hazy can say their names and we'll give well, them a nickname. But they've already got nicknames. So. Pig, pig Dog <laughs> for Frenchie. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Mash for Frenchie. Mash. Mash. Mash, yeah. yeah. Who else and, have we got? Uh, we got Shawnee Redmond. Redders. Red Up or Red, Red Dog. Red Dog. Rocket. Yeah. Rocket, yeah. <laughs> oh, we got a rocket. I like a rocket. Yeah, nah. What else he's you got? A club, he's a club ringer, so. Oh, yeah. So, Sauce was taken? Nah, nah, no Sauce. Okay. What about, what's the best nickname in the club? Oh. Um, or the worst? Yeah. Have you got a Warts? They're all pretty, they're all pretty tame, to be honest. No, we'll, we can fix we that can up. Work, we can work with that. <laughs> ah, beautiful, Hazy. Thank you, mate. We just yeah, we needed that question answered and uh, appreciate you giving us a buzz back, mate. No, nah, no, no, no. Beautiful. How's, time, how's your body at the moment? Nah, no good. Oh, yes. <laughs> so you'll be right for Saturday. <laughs> no, well, hurt me hammy about five weeks in a row. So if you've got any tips to get over a hammy, yeah, let me know. rest. <laughs> <laughs> Prop the bar plenty, up. Plenty of that in the postseason, mate. You'll be right. Just sit in the forward pocket. <laughs> One week to go. Yep. <laughs> Beautiful, Hazy. Appreciate it, mate. Right on, boys. Cheers, Thanks. mate. Make sure you're up to date with all things Tassie football by following Way Out in the Wing on your social media platforms at Way Out Wing on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And use the hashtag Way Out Wing to ensure you're part of the Wing community and we can share all your Tassie footy experiences. On that out. Um, the women? Yep. Uh, where, was I? where was my web page that was on here? Olverston haven't lost a game. Yeah, they're going to be a bit strong, I reckon, the Alvey girls. Two Blues and Wynyard sitting second and third with Pe- seven wins. Uh, I'm going to go with Wynyard to make the granny against Olverston, but Olverston will win. Quite convincing. Wynyard flogged Devonport on the weekend, uh, and they also flogged Latrobe the week before that. So, yes. Olverston and Penguin. I'm going to say Olverston and Penguin. Yep. Two Blues are going to get the... Two Blues... In an upset? No. No, they lost They lost by um, 30 points on the weekend. Yeah. Score. No. Uh, I think that's they it. Are are we, our is predictions. that it? Oh, King Island. Um, well, I think that's... Dumb and dusted. No, Although, no, it's not. So, interestingly, talking to Yarn, the uh, King Island Football Association is a um, final three. <laughs> not a final four. <laughs> Top three. So, Grassy will go straight into the granny. Yep. And North and Curry will play off. Yep. There has been the t- once where the team has finished third without winning a game 
all year. That was only five, six years ago. Yeah, I think ago. it was. They, and they, they won that qualifying final. Won two final. games for no, the No, no, they didn't win the granny. They won the final to get into it, um, which was their only I'm win of the sure year. I'm sure it's happened the other No, way. no. Jan told me oh. it hadn't happened. But they won the they won the first game, only win of the year to get into the granny, and then got done. Yeah. So, um, Well, I'm going to suggest that Curry are going to get some players back. Woo! Cur- really? Curry are going to beat North in the... Uh, in the Elim- what's that qualifying? qualifying elimination prelim there'd be a prelim prelim yep and they'll topple oh they'll here topple we go grassy in the granny in the decider well there so, you go grassy have only lost one game all year it's a big call yeah carry have only won one game so you know king island plays with 16 on the field yeah do you know which what, or maybe sometimes 12 yeah do you know what they drop at 16 what they don't play with uh i'm sure we found this out you maybe know do yeah the wings so they go without the wings uh, they play 16 on with four on the bench. Uh, I think I educated you on this. Oh, did you? Yeah. I, I don't think You're I was telling listening. me stuff. Yeah. You're getting that old, starting yeah. to repeat stories. No, but if, they, yeah, if they've only got certain numbers, they'll play still four on the bench. They'll make but, sure they've got four on the bench. Uh, but, but play uh, with potentially 12. Yeah, 12's the minimum. Yeah. And you've got to have at least eight. Of your own players. Yep. So you can get day, yeah, what, day, day licenses. So what normally happens, the team that... Um, the team that has the week off that week, uh, supplies the boundary umpires. So if if Grassy are playing north, the Curry team supply the the uh, boundary umpires. But what often happens is Saturday morning comes and the teams are short, so the boundary ump- boundary umpires end, end up, up playing, playing for the other team, and they don't do any boundary umpires. <laughs> it's pretty good. No one gets paid in the league. In the league, no players. So it's the best be. thing. Yep. So oh, yeah. oh, that's that's predictions. We'll write them down and change them up where we can so that we get 100% of those right. Yep, perfect. Player of the Week! Bradley brought to you by Van Diemen Brewing. Player of the Week. We're back. This is what we're here for. Jeez, they're getting, they're getting time honoured now. They are. It's becoming an elite... Elite group uh, of winners. Last week, we had Dave Ambo, Bog Dambo, Munting up against Monique. What was it? Two two sports. Dufty? Yep. What happened? Uh, Dave, convincing win. Good. Um, yeah. So, no, Dave Dave got the, got the chocolates or got the beer. I ran into the week before... Last winner too, Bradley Cox Goodyear. Oh, did you? Yeah. How'd he, he go? He hadn't heard that he'd won. Oh, so yeah. they're forfeit. Hey, forfeit. You got to be. Able to, you got to listen in to to claim your prize. Maybe we should leave that. You got. You've got to. You've got to actively get the yeah, beer you gotta, off you gotta, us. No, you got to get in touch with us to oh. get your prize. All right, Dave. Someone, someone, tell Dave to get in contact with us. He yep. might be he'd probably be still bogging ambulances somewhere. <laughs> it's, only, it's only got wetter around the traps. True. Uh, my player of the week this week. We have mentioned his name already, but it goes to Nick Clark. Oh, yeah. Tribunner, league-leading goal kicker. But after they bombed out finals and the shot on goal he had after the siren, I reckon he deserves a... He's had a good season. You put that little bit of drama at the end of the season just to one side. You grab a, grab a beer and just enjoy the... Because uh, we're all about individuals here, so... Try Bunner didn't win, but you won leading goal kicker, Nick. So, well done, Nick. Well done. Well, his uh, opposition this week, the Player of the Week, is another ODFA 
player. Uh, Mitchell, carrots, buyers. Why is why carrots? Carrots. I think he likes to. I think he's a farmer. Um, he like you're digging a hole here. Digging, I can see. Digging. Carrots has got a big mop of red hair. Played well too. He played well. It was his hundredth game on the weekend for the Mounties. They got the win straight into the granny. I met one of his mates, Will, on the sidelines. He was. Uh, he said, get around Carrots, give him a mention. So, Carrots, you're my player of the week. He just won the under-21 BNF as well in a, in a sneaky little three-way on, uh, on the weekend. So, so well done, Carrots. <laughs> so, Nick Clark versus... Carrots. Three-way Carrots. Get voting. Player of the week. Proudly brought to you by Van Diemen Brewing. We're deep into it. This is the. Oh no, we'll have another one. We'll have another episode after this. Takeaways from Tokyo. Potential opportunity to potentially speak with a potential gold medalist next week. That's all I'm going to say. There's not much potential to that. There's lots. Hey, this is um, this has been one of our most popular segments. It's been going absolutely off on the socials at Way Out Wing. That many comments about takeaways from Tokyo. Actual suggestions we should be doing. Our own Some show, people said like we're the Roy new Roy and H2. Yeah, that's what I that's what I heard. General consensus. So um, anyway, I want to go. I want to backtrack. There's an apology. No, there's no apology. But we asked a question. There was a three on three basketball last week. Yep. And we said there's that. There's the men's basketball. Why is there no netball? I didn't want to just ask the question. I wanted to research it. I wanted to find out why. So thanks to the old Scotch women's captain Chloe Pitt who advised me that netball is not in the Olympics because it is not a worldwide game. It's only played by Commonwealth countries. So it's in the Commonwealth Games, but it's not in the Olympic Games. Japan don't play it. Russia don't play it. Um, Is archery a worldwide game? Yeah, everyone. Sport? Yeah. But anyway, that's why. So it's only Commonwealth countries, therefore it's in the Commonwealth Games. So What about hockey then? Yeah, it's it's played around the world. I would have put that in the same basket. Commonwealth game. Anyway, let's move on. Right, yeah. Uh, split medal in the high jump? Yeah. So, they. It's, I love that. That's good. I wonder... That's that. They said that that hasn't been done in 109 years of the modern Olympics, but they must have known... That, that must be a rule in high jump. Well, they, if, they, if you can't be split, you're able to share it. Yeah, but... Then every athlete at the start could just go, oh, let's not split this and we'll all get it. We'll all get it. Yeah, maybe it's down to a final two if maybe. it's only two of them. Uh, so, so obviously did you see back. the um, Gian, Gian Marco Tamberi, the Italian? The sprinter? No, no, no. He was a the high, high jumper. jumper. Did you see his beard? Uh, I just saw that then. I saw something come up on that. So it was he half sta- half, yeah, so it? he started with a beard. He went to half shaved. And half with a beard, and then he was clean shaven for the final. But his socks for the final had an image of him fully bearded. He had his own branded socks on. <laughs> That's a weird cat. I That's like something it. that we do. So why was he half half shaved and half not? I don't get. What's the point in that? I don't know. 
Okay. Why do, it's facial hair. You're allowed to do with it what you want. Fair it's enough. It's a bit like the mullets, the Dylan, uh, Dylan Browning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Browning, the sprinter, and Cam Smith, the golfer. Yeah. How good was Cam Smith with Oz shaved in the back of his, in the side of his head? Uh, that, that was good work. The, did you see the long jump at all? Uh, no. The Q, the, so, um, the Greek god, um, I can't remember his name. He unleashed on the last jump, jumped equal the length. Uh, it was 8.41 to getting to uh, first position because on count back, there were two Cubans that were holding the first two spots. Right. Uh, but the so they had one jump. The, the Cuban that was in second spot had one last jump, ready to win the thing, um, gold medal. But he'd already, he'd had a knee injury, started on the run-up, couldn't actually jump. So he had to, he had to accept the silver because he couldn't jump. He'd injured himself. So you'd jump, he tried and tr- like tried, couldn't do it, couldn't do it for Spewing. a gold medal. Spewing. He must have been, um, he must have been pretty injured then. So that's no good. Uh, did you see the, at the basketball, the robot free throw? You covered this last week. Did I? Yes. I didn't cross it off. It's all right. I'll yeah. stick on basketball. Shout out to Luka Doncic. Um, don't think he listens to the podcast, uh, but he got me. Um, he got a win against Spain last night. Slovenia three from three. Got me up in my multi. I uh, backed them. Didn't so know where we, you were going <laughs> to get up there. So we won three hundred bucks in the punters club on the back of that. All so right, thanks, Luca. Mate, Sam Line, I'm adding it to the list. No, that was. I might put off some listers by adding a, this. Um, Jan. Yarn, when I was speaking to Yarn, betting. Oh, you, man, we got to have betting on there. Yarn uh, said to give shout out to King Island hopeful Stuart McSwain running in the 1500 metres now. Well, by no, the time people Peter, are listening, Peter Goal in the 800 might be running now. Well, by the time people are listening to this, it's Stuart happened. would have run yesterday <laughs> and won gold. So that's amazing. But anyway, or the day before, if they listen to it a day later. Yes. Anyway, he, he runs on Tuesday. So best of luck. To Stu, uh, shout out, Logan Martin, the BMXer that oh, won yeah. the gold. That uh, was good. Commitment built. For a sport that I was slightly dubious on, was bringing as an Olympic sport at yeah. the expense of others. What was the- He was phenomenal. What was the BMX bike that you had when you Mongoose. were- Mongoose. Yeah, I had a diamond. A there diamond was a pole bag. on Twitter. Was around, it? Yeah, I forget who we put it up. Was it Mongoose? Diamondback? Uh, Diamondback. Or Razorback? Or that a one Kmart special. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he built a training through COVID in his backyard. Yeah, built a built a uh, ramp or a course in his backyard. So I, I thought, thought that was every cool. every kid's dream. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Uh, did you did you see the Italians commentating the uh, one hundred meter win? No. Ah, uh, worth it, watching. We'll put it up on our socials. They were so passionate that, and then once he finished, uh, who was it? L- Lamont Jacobs, Marcel Jacobs. Ran through the 100 metres, won it, and literally two minutes before, the high jumper had, had split. And so, they're embracing awesome. at the end of the straight. And the Italian commentators lost their shit. Like, just, yeah, phenomenal. I'll tell you what. It actually, I mean, I'm very, very patriotic to Australia. But um, it's just awesome seeing people win gold, uh, win these events, and just see how you know, passionate they are about it. I love it. Did you watch the... I know you're not a massive hockey fan, but... No, I... I, Hockey is a sport. The elite level... 
They're good. I appreciate the oh. skill in that is phenomenal. Yeah. So obviously the um, hockey's drew uh, the Netherlands in the quarterfinals. The Kookaburras. No, the men. Okay. Yeah, drew the Netherlands in the quarterfinals, which is a very, very they are elite. The Netherlands. Um, so it was two all at the end of the uh, normal time. Did you see the penalties? No. Nope. Oh. That, Go back and watch Radio. them. They're awesome skill. I anyway, did watch, I did the, watch the, the hockey the Roos lose, the girls yeah, lose the girls today. Lost. No, the, the Australian uh, goalkeeper saved the first three penalties and uh, the Aussie boys got the first three in, so one on, on uh, the penalties. So they've got eight seconds to get it into the circle and shoot a goal. And even if you miss the first shot, if you're still within the time... You can you can get it in. It's pretty cool. Worth watching. Did you see the UK's um, diving gold medalist Tom Daly? I've seen him for the last three Olympics. He amused TV viewers in the UK uh, when they crossed to a shot of the crowd, and he's in the crowd between his events, and there was no diving happening. Guess what he was doing? Uh, probably listening to Wales knitting, Olympic. knitting, knitting. <laughs> it's something he took up during lockdown, during COVID. And, uh, yeah, there was nothing. It was partway through the women's three-meter springboard final, and he was uh, knitting in the crowd. There you uh, go. Did you see the 1,500 meters? The Dutch champ, Sifan Hassan, falling over at the, at the start of the last lap, got the bell. Someone tripped in front of uh, Hassan? Yeah. No, missed that. So he got the lead pack got 30 meters ahead of him. Reeled him in. Reeled him in on the last lap and won the heat. Did he? Or won the semifinal. Excellent. Well yeah. done. Well uh, done. Irish boxer Adrian Walsh had to withdraw from his semi-final uh, for the men's welterweight competition because he suffered an ankle injury celebrating victory from his previous bout. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, he take a, he, he would have fought for gold, but he takes off he takes away a bronze medal. Uh, why is he? Well, surely he has to fight for that. He takes home a bronze medal, which he won in the quarterfinal bout. But his dream of gold and silver was shattered by the injury. So he basically, he jumped as high as he could, brought his knees up to his chest. Oh, no. And on landing, badly rolled his ankle. Spewing. Uh, Canadian star and pre-event favourite Pamela Ware missed a place on the, in the three-metre diving final after a horror final attempt. Did you see this? No. You've watched a uh, lot more Olympics than me. She misjudged the last bounce. On the three-meter springboard, so you know how they oh, lead up and they get no. the high knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She misjudged it, and she she, she actually pin, no, she just pin dropped into the water. Oh, really? She, she missed, missed the, the board. board. <laughs> <laughs> so she was duly given zeros across the board. Oh no! I tell you something, I don't mind watching. Oh, hold on, is, is this, no, I don't mind watching the. Um, I don't know what it's called, the equestrian, like the cross-country track. The cross, it's called cross country. There you go. Yep. I, I don't mind that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Do, do you, you don't watch it for the same reason that people watch Formula One? The crashes. For yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a rider falling, falling into a water or something. No, no, I don't. Uh, a pair of Georgian athletes, I read this, uh, had their accreditation revoked from the Tokyo Olympics after they left the Olympic Village to sightsee and met one of their good acquaintances, co- uh, which violated the COVID 19 protocol. Uh, the athletes were judo silver medalist. Uh, or both silver medalists in judo, but didn't intend to violate the protocols. But a Georgian official said no one stopped them at the exit, so they thought they could go outside the the bubble. Uh, and they wanted to have a bit of open air to relax after a tough day of competition. 
after a tough lockdown period. So they oh, just walked gosh. out. Just straight out. Yep. No, can do. Uh, a pair of British Olympic swimmers barely held back their laughter in an awkward post-race interview. Did you see that? Uh, yes, I did see that. Now, what was it? Uh, so commentating about the third, the third leg. leg. <laughs> so BBC, BBC sports reporter Claire Balding interviewed uh, the, Great British, uh, the Great Britain swimmers following the victory in the 4 by 200 metre relay. Uh, and she commented to uh, one of the swimmers, uh, and I quote, you're 18 years old, it's your first Olympics, and your third leg was just phenomenal, Balding told the swimmers. Immediately after, swimmer Tom Dean chuckled and visibly shrugged, struggled to keep his... Yeah, so had to keep his composure, went, went straight to the gather while teammate Matthew Richards, for whom the comment was directed, held back a grin and awkwardly paused before finding his words. Yeah, it was quite funny. Uh, Do you see how Jess Fox, the Olympic gold medalist in the kayak, fixed her kayak? No. So Duct tape. Front of it, she must have hit a wall or, a, or something uh, to begin with, the pointing end at the front. Yeah. You know, they got a carbon fibre resin in right. which they repli- uh, fixed it, but they needed something to hold it uh, in place, place, which was aerodynamic and still worked and stuff. Guess what they used? Duct tape. Nope. No. Condom. Really? Yep. Just rolled it on there and stuff. And Plenty of them in the village. That's exactly where they got it from. Really? Yep. That's awesome. No I thought there was no, no action like that in the village this year. Well, there's been a few people testing out the beds. Yeah, and I saw they, that jumping up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it works all right. Uh, they found a bear inside the Azuma Sports Park, which is where the softball is played, in the, in the morning, three hours before the first game last week. Awesome. Just what you want. Um <laughs> They couldn't find or capture the bear, and while there won't be any spectators at the stadium, we're on alert and searching for the bear around the site, <laughs> an official was quoted. Uh, yeah, that's takeaways from Tokyo. I like it. Sayonara. Well, another week down. We, uh, we covered some guests. Yeah. Most guests on an episode. Absolutely. New record. Still didn't get to Bo Sharman, though. No. The new coach. Been promising him. Sorry, Bo. <laughs> Has he done anything this year? Oh, geez. Coaching Wynyard. That's a fair bit. Any personal milestones? Uh, Not sure. Might have had a we'll 70 game or something. Okay. Oh, I think he ropes. It's been around a few for a while. Reserves, a few injuries. games into yep. there. Yep. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll get you on at some point, Beaumont. Uh, yep. Thanks to all the groundskeepers. Good luck to all those teams approaching or vying for a final spot. Finals in the Darwin. Couple of weeks to go. Nice. Final in the Dar- in the circular head this week. So Lots of, we might uh, get there. Yeah. We might o- have to. ODFA, yeah. prelim. Yeah. Beautiful. Get around it. Get around it. Send us in. Get a, do a road trip like we did. That's brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Anyway. I've got something big for next week. A new poll. I want some. I, you had I want a guest. Some, I want some engage. Oh, I might have a big guest. Yes. And I want some engagement from the people. I want to know who their Mister September is from their club. Who's their man? For the calendar. No, it stood up in finals time. Ah, oh, yeah. Yep. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. Go and enjoy local football. Smell finals. It's in the air.